the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we see every day, practically every hour, the need for private citizens to fulfill the obligations of their most important political office. My name is Greg Ritten with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, who is, I think, on his now fourth hour of radio recording today, since he's uh, now uh, guest hosting the Morning Answer in Los Angeles. All right, Great to be His fifth hour of radio today. Wow, I, I am impressed. Yeah, it's a lot of talking, and uh, it's a, it's an important time to talk. People need to know what's going on, and there's a lot going on. I'm very excited about today's program. I had an opportunity to hear our guest this week at 412 Marietta. He did a briefing on uh, not only his new movie coming out, but some of the latest developments in his work, um, which I think is extraordinarily timely, uh, given everything that's going on, Greg. Oh, it is. And we've had uh, Trevor's been on our show before. He's been to the Redlands Tea Party Patriots before. Uh, he's from New Zealand. And I think he's now a, if not, if not a citizen, I think he's now a, a, legal, a, a legal permanent resident of our country. And uh, he still talks with that funny southern accent. But what he has to say is well worthwhile. He dove into the backgrounds of many of the leading Democrat Party politicians and exposed their documented connections to the Communist Party and related organizations. He wrote a very long book about that and then made a entitled The Enemies Within and then made a movie out of the based on that book, again titled The Enemies Within, documenting all of this. And of course, it was ignored by, the, of course, the mainstream media, but also largely by conservative media and Republicans. They just don't want to deal with the issue. But uh, truth is truth, and we appreciate uh, Trevor for bringing that to us. So we're, ha- we're pleased to have him back on and see what he's up to and what new truth he is seeking to bring to us. Welcome to our show, Trevor. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. It's a pleasure. All right. So, um, what are you? What are you up to? What new truth are you uh, seeking to bring to us at, the, at, at this point? Well, uh, the main things I'm talking about these days are China's war on America, war in America, and that's to do with the uh, deliberate spread of COVID, the backing of the Black Lives Matter rioters, and and their voting on the ground voting operations to to steal the election so that's on the sort of uh political front but i'm also working on a a, a two movies enemies within the church to to highlight and expose the very deep marxist penetration of not just the mainstream protestant churches not just the catholic church with the marxist pope francis but also now even the evangelicals and the baptists who are who are falling like ripe plums into the Marxist grip? You know, it's not unpredictable. We've been learning a lot, and if you're new to our show, and if you're new to hearing Trevor Loudon, you can go to his website, Trevor Loudon, L O U D O N dot com, to see the full range of the work uh, that Trevor has done. We've got an excerpt coming up from uh, the movie enemies within the church, but it's not unpredictable because in our country, and I think uh, the foundation that you laid, that I heard you lay out on Wednesday, having to do with the fact that, uh, you know, the traditions of our republic, 
of the American governmental experiment are built on Judeo-Christian principles founded by uh, the uh, the founding fathers, essentially. But the building blocks of our country are the family and the church. And in order to destroy this country, you're not going to you're not going to mount an assault on our shores because of our superior military power. You're going to have to do it within, which is why your books are aptly named the enemies within. But take us to that fundamental bedrock of this country and what makes uh, America so special that it has to be taken down. Well, America was founded on the principle that that human rights, your rights come from God and they're not for the state to take away. And, and the only reason you have a government is to protect those rights and those rights are enshrined in your constitution. And that was completely different from any system of government in world history where dictators or, or kings ruled basically at will. So this, this new certainty, the rule of law, the, the, um, the, the, the religious back, backbone of America, this enabled people to be free. It enabled them to invest in property, to own property, to protect property, to speak freely, to share ideas. And this built the most prosperous society the world has ever known, the freest and most prosperous society. But it offended every dictator around the world. You know, What if this idea spreads? What if my people want to be free too? We better stop this. So America has had enemies right from the beginning. And, and when the commun- communist era started in the early part of, part of the 20th century, their aim was then and still is complete world domination. So what is the only country in the world standing between the communist movement and world domination? It, it is this one. And as you said, at, at the time, they knew they couldn't take America down militarily though that may have changed in recent times. So they had to burrow inside. They had to subvert. And the church was one of their very first targets because the Mm. church was the backbone of this country. And if they could weaken the church or pervert the church into a socialist church, that would be a major step towards taking down this country. Let me ask, and the question comes to mind, one that I have pondered much, and we've talked. You've talked about it on our show. You mentioned how the American exception of liberty, of limited government, of God-given rights, and government's job is to protect and secure those rights. How that created yep. the most freedom, the most prosperity, the most, a quantum leap in self-government. Yet all across, and that spread over a large part of the world, particularly the Western, the, the, the Western civilization, Western countries, and all across, all across from America, Europe, we see the people who have done the best in that system, in terms of their advancement and their wealth and their power and their position, have turned. Against that system, and I, and I, I just wondered that you know, whenever an honest history of this time is written, whether it's fifty years, hundred years, a thousand years from now, whatever you can get around doing an honest history, is I think history is historians are going to puzzle at that as how the is how the ruling elites that did so good by this system turned against it. And do, do you have any do you have any thoughts on why that is? Well, because, you know, the, the ideas are spread around the world, but they didn't, they didn't take deep enough roots because a lot of these countries, they, they didn't have a Christian culture. They didn't have a history of freedom. Like, for instance, Chile. Chile had, um, in the 70s, it had free market values imposed on Chile. They kicked out a, a, a communist dictator, Allende. Um, Pinochet took over, and Pinochet with the help of Americans, introduced massive free market reforms in Chile. And the economy boomed. But the Chilean people didn't understand the actual roots. They'd never fought for those ideas themselves. So now Chile is on the verge of going back communist because mm. the elites don't understand where their wealth came from. 
The people don't understand where their wealth came from. They don't value freedom because they never had to fight for it. They were never taught about it in their schools. So, yeah, you can spread free markets around the world, but if you're not spreading the culture that supports a liberty, that that is not going to last because there's always tyrants, there's always bullies, there's always dictators who just want to run things. And if the people do not understand the ideas of liberty, they will very soon lose any liberties they have. No matter what prosperity it's bought them, they don't make a connection between their prosperity and the principles that gave them that prosperity. And there was okay. a time yeah. there was a time when we Go would ahead. teach these principles in elementary school in civics classes where we would introduce young minds to the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the principles founding this country, but we've lost those. Those are no longer taught in most uh, government-run schools. Our institutions, including upper education and and in the form of academia, uh, the media, which many of the people in the media have graduated from these liberal arts classes in journalism and political science that is uh, completely ridden, uh, thoroughly ridden with these Marxist principles uh, from uh, based in critical race theory and, and other constructs that have been introduced. How thoroughly have our institutions in America been infiltrated by these concepts that essentially uh, are all about sowing division into this country? Yeah, well, look, hugely, you know, virtually every public school in the country teaches Marxism, some form of Marxism rather than true American history. Most young kids come out of school believing that America was established by rich white slave owners and that America got wealthy by ripping off the third world. That's what they believe. So they don't value America, they don't value the ideas, and they get suckered into voting for people like Bernie Sanders. But this is, this is also all through Hollywood. This is through the unions. This is through um, the Democratic Party is now a Marxist party. Uh, this is through most of our, almost all of our universities. And many of our churches now, there are very few institutions who have preserved the values that made America great, who actually understand the Constitution, appreciate what America has and the principles that that made this a great country. So, So we're on the verge of losing it because we have lost connection to to the roots, to what made this country great. And that is why people will vote for a Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden, and, and commit national suicide effectively because they, they, they've just lost any touch with history. Let's take a this- pause here and hear from our sponsor for this uh, half of Unite IE Radio, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with Trevor Loud after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9291 Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen, the private citizen that is the primary defender of a government, a self-governing people. We're talking with Trevor Loudon, 
who is from New Zealand. His work, The Enemies Within, has been expanded now to The Enemies Within the Church. And as we were talking in the first segment, if you want to take down America, you got to take down the family unit and you got to take down the church, the backbone of everything that makes America function and build a strong country. We have right now a clip from the upcoming documentary, The Enemies Within the Church, due out next year in two parts because there's essentially so much material. It wouldn't all be packed into one movie. Here now, a clip of pastors sharing some of this uh, questionable doctrine, as we'll talk about with Trevor. Jesus is so bad. He was like the king of calling out bull****. People are like, hey, you can't talk to Samaritans. Jesus is like, bull****. Well, I think it's really good if you're a teenager and discovering your sexuality to talk to someone other than your family and your parents. Uh, to find a responsible adult. We are open and affirming LGBTQ. We are feminists, and I believe Jesus was too. I don't care if the Bible says gay people suck. I have lots of things I disagree with about the Bible. We are environmentalists, which I believe that's the original mandate of the children of God to take care of the planet that we, we all know and enjoy. As you've done to the least of these, you've done to me. So as I read this encyclical on the environment, it hit me, Matthew 25 is again at stake because the hungry will get hungrier because of climate change. Pope Francis is the greatest conversation changer in the world today. And his host, President Evo Morales, handed him an unusual gift, a wooden hammer and sickle crucifix. It's a classic communism symbol, frequently worn by a Jesuit priest. There's no other leader who can change our thinking, whether we're religious or not. The Bible is pro-slavery, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. The devil is not trying to get you to sin, he's just trying to get you to keep the law. Because if he can get you to keep the law, you will sin. Jesus was a Palestinian Jewish rabbi. He was a person of color that was killed by white supremacy. So we're usually making every effort to be on the front lines for racial justice. He began to preach inclusion, that everyone goes to heaven and that there is no hell. We probably got it wrong. Instead of the Bible being the inspired word of God, it's probably just the inspired word of man about God. It doesn't have a very great view of women leading and teaching. We evaluate an economy by how it treats the most vulnerable. How we decide the morality, uh, the integrity, the righteousness of an economy. Now that is more radical than communism and socialism. This goes way back beyond socialism, communism. This is a radical approach. Jesus killed by white supremacists. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, remind, I'm reminded of Matthew 7:15. Beware of false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly, inwardly, they are ravenous wolves. Your thoughts, Trevor. But you're so right. But you, but, but, but you are so. But you are so right that this is the church is the foundation. The Judeo-Christian culture is the foundation of our country and of our liberty. And they are seeking to take out that key pillar of our civilization. In Europe, it's far worse. I mean, they, they, Europe is far more secular. The church has been far more undermined in Europe than it has here. So how's this working out in the church right now, Trevor? We've got critical race theory. Jesus has been killed by white supremacists. Uh, what is this doing to, to our church? What is this uh, uh, Marxist theology doing to our churches? Well, it's perverting and twisting them. And you get a lot of young people that decide, you know, I want to go to church. And they just go to the nearest neighborhood church. And they go in and they hear all about critical race theory and social justice and ending global warming and welcoming uh, illegal immigrants. And they think that's Christianity. They have no idea that that's Marxism with a little bit of a Christian veneer on it. So you're getting a, a complete perversion of, of the whole of American Christianity going on. And it's spreading right through. It's long been through the mainstream Protestant churches. It's in the Catholic Church now. And it's even getting into the evangelical churches. And these are the young pastors coming out of Bible college, fired up with this garbage, thinking, thinking it's Christianity. And, you know, and Andrew Breitbart, the late, great Andrew Breitbart, always used to say, 
that politics is downstream from culture. Your culture shapes your politics. Well, he could have added that your culture is downstream from your religion. Your religion mm-hmm. shapes the culture, which shapes the politics. So if your politics is a mess and your culture is a mess, what is that telling you about your religion? So, so basically the left have been infiltrating your religion for 100 years now, have perverted it, twisted it away from the true meaning of the Bible, and now they're driving what, what the good parts of it remain to the radical left or neutralizing it. This will mean the death of American culture and the death of American politics and the death of everything we hold dear if it's not reversed and exposed and if we don't see a revival in this country. The assault on religion in our country is from the outside, from the atheists, from all the way back to the uh, decision to uh, outlaw prayer in the government-run schools, that's much more, you're much more aware of that. Is this demean, to demean religion, you're a fool, you're dumb, you're, if you believe in this stuff, it's, it's all a bunch of fairy tales. But what you're bringing out is, is more insidious, is to match the outside attack with an inside attack to change the church into part of uh, team Marxist, team socialist, team Democrat. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, the very first communist front set up in America was even before the Bolshevik Revolution. It was the Methodist Committee for Social Action. And the communists got into those those mainstream Protestant churches. They affiliated them with the World Council of Churches, which was controlled by the KGB. And they used to joke that it was really the Communist Party at prayer. So, yeah, it's actually completely twisting the gospel away from its true meaning and basically saying that, that what we used to call socialism and communism is the true message of Christianity. Mm. With socialism and communism, if they, if they have any spiritual roots at all, it's with Satan. It's evil. It's all about mm-hmm. envy. It's all about greed. It's all about power lust. It's all about idolatry. It's all about all the things. It's all about state power. It's, it's, anti-individual responsibility and and individual responsibility is is at the heart of the Christian message. So millions of people may go to church in America. Millions of people may be listening to this message on a Saturday. And then on a Sunday, they go into a Marxist church and listening to the opposite and not realizing exactly what they've been taught because it is relatively subtle. It's not, they don't get, the pastor doesn't get up and say, oh, I'm a communist and this is what I believe in. They introduce concepts like social justice and critical race theory and, you know, um, ending the sin of racism. But it's all Marxism. That's what it is. There's another element to this, too, that has to do with the uh, pastors that are typically the ones that will, especially the male pastors, this concept of toxic masculinity and the feminization of pastors, the difference between how masculine love works versus feminine love, the nurturing love of the woman versus the uh, the uh, type of love that a man will uh, raise his kids with, uh, which is more of a disciplinary love. How is that playing out from the pulpit? Well, that's, that's a very good point because, you know, you go into Christian churches today, and the most common word you'll hear is love. There's very little about the Old Testament, you know, the hell or sin or any of that stuff. It's all about love and acceptance. And and you're right, you know, there are there is a false promotion of love out there. There are two kinds of love, and anybody in a family knows this. You know, there's the love of the mother who will nurture you and accept you no matter what you do, and will be kind unfailingly kind, but there's the love of the father who will boot your little backside if you disrespect your mother and will call you to account and guide you and discipline you. And you need both of those kinds of love for a successful family. But you also need both those kinds of love for a successful church or a successful culture 
or successful politics. So, you know, in the 60s, this feminized accept everything, no standards, no discipline, no accountability type of love came to dominate. And that was pushed by people like the the so-called theologian Joseph Fletcher, who wrote his book, um, his book, um, what was it? Um, Situation Ethics. Yes. Which said that you Trevor, reference- Trevor, I'm going to have, Trevor, I'm going to need to be very rude here and interrupt you because we are up against a hard break, but hopefully you sure. have some time to continue with us in our, in the second half and we'll pick up that discussion. And I want to cycle back also to what you said in our, the, near the beginning of our show that the, that the massive vote fraud we've seen in the last election is not just the conduct or the actions of the Democrat Party, but that the uh, Chinese Communist government is also involved in this. I want to cycle back to that as well. Uh, Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite, i.e. radio. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are pleased to have with us uh, this week uh, Trevor Loudon. And while he still, he, he still speaks with that funny, far southern accent, I mean really far southern accent, uh, he's now one of us. Not only ideologically and, and spiritually, but as he is now either a legal resident or an, an on his way to citizenship if he's not already a, a U.S. citizen. And we were talking in the, in the first half about the, uh, his latest project, The Enemies Within the Church, of how the Marxists and communists are infiltrating the Christian church in America. So not only the ex- external attack of, from the atheists of religion's a bunch of hooey, it's a bunch of mythology, it's all nonsense but now the inside uh, as well. And you were explaining, we ran out of time in the first half, is a, a change in, in, how the, in, in, in the preaching in the church from this is what God said, this is what Jesus said to, we all love everybody, we all tolerate everyone, tolerance for everything and everyone, and how that's really just false doctrine. You want to pick up where you, yeah. where you left off. Well, as mentioned, one of the main culprits was a guy called Joseph Fletcher, one of the leading Protestant theologians of the 20th century in America. In 1966, he published a book, Situation Ethics, and it swept America. It is now, Situation Ethics is now the dominant ethical system in America. His argument was, forget the Old Testament, forget the old, the Ten Commandments, I mean, that's all old-fashioned stuff. You know, the new ethics should be based on love, and it's the feminine agape love. Just don't judge people. Just anything is okay as long as you do it in the spirit of love. So theoretically, you go steal food from the local store to feed your starving family because you love them, and that would make it morally okay. Every cowardly pastor who refuses to tell the truth and tries to sugarcoat the Christian message 
for his flock because he thinks half of his flock will walk out if he does tell it like it is. That's situation ethics. That's cowardice. And so that false feminine love is now the dominant uh, force in, in, in most churches in America. You know, the old, the old days where, where you talk about sin or redemption, where you would go to a sermon and you'd actually feel like going into a cold shower because you, it was so bracing and <laughs> so um, forcing you to look at your own sin. That's all gone. We've got the soft, soapy, you know, wimpy stuff instead. And that's, that's half of the Christian message is gone, but people don't understand this. And so we've got a soft, soapy, wimpy society to go with it. And that leads to corrupt, horrible politics. Are we seeing any of that in America today? Mm. Oh, yeah, just, just, just a little. I'm reminded there, the church is not totally gone, even in, even in, the, uh, in the Catholic, in the Catholic no, of church. No, And there's, 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 there's a guy that I've, I've, I've read some of and, name is Archbishop Charles, and I think the, the French pronunciation would be Chapeau, uh, but uh, it's C-H-A-P-U-T. So and he, said, he said two things. One is the evil preaches tolerance until it is dominant, and then it tries yeah. to silence the good. And then he also says that tolerance is not a Christian virtue. Charity, justice, mercy, prudence, honesty. These are Christian virtues. But Jesus, Jesus may forgive sin. And, he, and the, the famous story of how he saved the woman from being stoned to death for adultery, asking the would-be people who were going to kill her, who here is without sin? That he, that he cast the first stone. But what he says to the woman is, not... Hey, bada bing, bada boom. Or let's go have an adultery pride parade. He says, go and sin no more. And, that's, yeah. and, and that, there, that's, there are still churches that teach that, that teach that, go and sin no more. But, uh, you, but, you, but I think you're, you've hit the nail on the head here about what's happening in the larger Christian church. Yeah, you know, the concept of sin is not even taught in many churches it's really if you go to church and you put some money in the collection plate and you sing some sappy rock songs and you have a latte in the cafe you're pretty much right with god that's that's it that's your that's your christian responsibility dealt with for the week and as long as you come and do it again next week you're okay that is nothing remotely like the real christian message you know the early christians were out there spreading the message all around the world being a Christian in the early days was pretty much a death sentence. The Romans, if they caught you, they would kill you. And so, but that spirit, that, that, that pioneering spirit, that brave spirit, that courageous spirit is largely gone from the churches. You know, how often do you go into a church these days and sing a hymn like onward Christian soldiers marching as to war? You know, you don't hear that kind of stuff because that masculine side of Christianity, which mm. built Christianity, which built America, which built freedom in the world, that's almost disappeared. That's alien to most churches today. You know, I, mean, I think related to this is the, is the ecumenical movement that basically all religions are equally valid, equally good. Um, whether it's Buddhism or, or Islam or, or whatever it is. And while certainly we believe in religious liberty, so if you want to be a Buddhist, you have the right to do that. If you want to be a Muslim, you have the right to do that. The, the state can't prevent that. But for the church to say, Islam is just as good, as just as valid as, as Christianity, it's like, why, why should anyone believe in Christianity? If you, if you, don't believe, if you yourself, the, the pastor, the religious leader, do not believe in the moral truth of what you're saying, what's the point? Exactly. Well, how many mosques preach that Christianity is just as good as Islam? Zero. You know, they, they, exactly. They, they believe their religion is superior to all others. And is the way, and they're very actively working to to promote their law around the world by force, where, where force and fraud, where appropriate. 
and terrorism were appropriate, but Christianity has so lost its way that it basically bends over backwards for these other religions mm. and elevates them to a superior place. And so why would anybody want to commit their lives to Christianity when Christianity won't even commit itself to its own principles? <laughs> you know, you know some, some wimpy, watered-down version of Christianity is not Christianity. Just because there's a cross on the on the door, and that might not even be there because that's offensive to some minorities, you know. Just because you the, the guy's got a collar around his neck and he has a cross, doesn't mean he's actually preaching Christianity. And you'll you'll go a long way to to find a church in America that actually does preach Christianity these days. You know, it's really kind of it's sure. almost ingenious. You almost have to respect these uh, Marxists for the insidiousness of what they brought into the church because of the overlap in our culture and in our criminal justice system, this concept of social justice, uh, as you've been reflecting uh, in this uh, uh, critical race theory it, that's been in. In, in, inserted into the church is the same thing that's been inserted into our criminal justice system. It's the same thing that is being, uh, you know, done in academia when, y- you know, you've got criminals who are now the, the theory is, well, it's not your personal response. You're not entirely 100% responsible for your crime. Society bears part of the burden. And that really is at the core of, Social justice, if you have to add an adjective in front of a word like justice, you're you're corrupting it. And this is becoming yeah. a universal truth through all of our institutions. Yeah, it is. The, the, you know, Christianity is ultimately a religion of personal responsibility. You're responsible, you know, for your own salvation, effectively. You know, whether you accept the message or you don't. And, but the whole socialist message is you're not responsible. The society is responsible. If you're a criminal, you shouldn't be put in jail. Society should put you in programs that help you. If you're poor, it's not because you haven't worked very hard or you're not very talented. It's because society is against you. So society has to give you money to make the difference. If you're black and you're not doing very well in life, that's not your fault. That's society's fault for being intrinsically racist. Therefore, rich people should give a whole bunch of their money to the black community to even things up. All this is Marxism. All this is revolutionary communism. It's completely antithetical to the principles of Christianity, but it's all being taught in churches all over the country as though it was Christianity. You know, why do they call the devil the prince of lies, the father of lies? because he can only win by lying and deceiving you. And the the deception has crept so far into the church now that most people don't know the difference. Let me shift the discussion then uh, back to uh, something you said near the very beginning of our show today. And we've witnessed this uh, massive, in-our-faces vote fraud. Democrat parties practice vote fraud for a long time, but they've really yeah. with this time, I mean, in terms of how blatant it is and the number of zeros on the end of it, they've taken it to a whole new level. <laughs> but you, but yeah. you said something that, that uh, Linwood and Sidney Powell have also said, that this is not just the Democrat Party, but that foreign actors, including the Chinese Communist Party, are involved. Elaborate, if you would. Yeah. Well, look, we've we got to understand what we're experiencing in America right now is a revolution directed by China. The first step was to spread the COVID disease and the COVID panic to shut down the economies and damage Trump's chances of being reelected and weaken the country. The second wave, also directed by China, was the Black Lives Matter protests. Black Lives Matter is a Chinese communist operation. It is, it is organized through a group called Asians for Black Lives, which is a front for the Chinese Progressive Association of San Francisco, which is a front for the Chinese Communist Party. So those were the two first steps. The third step was the election itself. 
so what what the the there's the Chinese Progressive Association and the same people who who basically run Black Lives Matter also set up a network of voter registration organizations in the key battleground states, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Florida, Georgia, Arizona, etc. And these groups have names like um, Pennsylvania Stands Up, New Florida Majority, Lucha in Arizona, uh, and, and are all directed by a group called Seed the Vote, which is a front for the Chinese Progressive Association, which is a front for the Chinese Communist Party. And these groups have claimed open credit for flipping six of the seven states they targeted for Biden. So what they did is they worked in the minority communities, the ones radicalized by Black Lives Matter, signed up thousands, tens of thousands of new voters. Like in Arizona, they boast how they did 8 million phone calls and knocked on 1 million doors amongst minority communities in Arizona, for instance. That's how they work. And so they, they take credit for flipping these states. What they did was increase the Democrat vote to the point that the fraud that was also done wouldn't be quite so noticeable. But unfortunately for them, Trump was so popular in minorities and his vote was way higher than they anticipated, they had to do a whole bunch of emergency fraud, which which was detected. But, but it's Chinese. This is Chinese operation. And I can give an example well, well, in Virginia, for instance, Virginia was the, was the trial run for this. They've been working on Virginia for 10 years. That's run by a communist group um, called New Virginia Majority, run by a pro-Chinese communist called John Liss. And over 10 years, they signed up 300,000 minority voters and, and got 200,000 felons the right to vote. That's how they flipped Virginia. But what they did... They use very sophisticated maps, computer-generated precinct maps that told you every ethnic, you know, everybody in the in the every everybody in the whole whole state who that what their income was, who they voted for, their ethnicity, etc. So they could micro-target the voters they wanted, and those maps were de- generated by a communist called Steve McClure. A, a geography department graduate from George Washington, George Washington University, who spent the last 10 years generating maps to flip states in, the, in America, flip districts in Virginia and other states. And he spent the last 10 years working out of the geography department of Wuhan University, China. Wait, Wuhan. So this is a Chinese Wuhan. Where have I heard that name before? Where have I, where have I heard that before? All good things come from Wuhan, right? All good things come <laughs> yeah. from Wuhan. We, so, so, but you know, you, you've, got a, you've got an American communist paid a Chinese salary using Chinese equipment to generate maps used in American elections. That is completely illegal. Yeah. But of course, laws only apply to uh, little people and Republicans. We need to take a break here and hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite, i.e. radio, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. There's a lot of problems facing our country, our state, and our community, but there are solutions. There are things that we can be doing, and with Trevor Loudon joining us today, uh, as America is enveloped in what I have been calling the uh, nightmare scenario, where everything that Trevor Loudon just described about how 
these individuals have gone to work uh, trying, uh, working to uh, be able to control and move elections in the directions that they would like. Trevor, um, what do we do as as citizens that are in charge of maintaining the republic? Give us some guideposts. What should we be doing right now going forward in order to be most effective in pushing back on all this and restoring the republic? Well, the immediate task in front of us right now is to completely support the president and his efforts to to establish a fair election, to, to, to expose the massive fraud, to support the court cases, send money, hold rallies, keep wearing our Trump flags, drive around with American flags, keep the morale up, keep the public presence high, which will encourage the state legislators and, and, and courts to vote the right way, because they need to be encouraged to do that. So we have to be heavily involved supporting the president. We have to get heavily involved in the elections in Georgia to make sure the communists don't take the two Senate seats in Georgia because then they will have complete control and we will regret that for the rest of our lives. And so we got to, So that's the immediate goals in front of us. There are a whole bunch of things we need to do. You know, when President Trump is re-inaugurated, we got to push to end the Department of Education. We got to hold hearings to expose the the communist influence in the country, and we've got to use the laws on the books to bring these people to justice. And there's one thing I want President Trump to do, which I think would make a massive difference. And and I think President Trump should set up a body of former retired intelligence officers, ones that can be trusted and some newer recruits set up a new government agency. And then he declares a general amnesty for two months on all foreign agents in America, Iranian, Chinese, Russian, Cuban, whatever, and those who work with them, American businessmen, politicians, etc. You've got two months to come forward. You give your name to this new body we've set up, you will get amnesty from prosecution if you expose all of your networks, if you turn in all of the traitors you worked with. You've got two months. If you don't do that and you haven't left the country, you'll go to Leavenworth for the next 20 years. And if you do expose the traitors, you will get immunity from prosecution. You'll never hold public office again, but you can live out your retirement and you'll be answerable to God, not the government. I think that would throw every foreign network into the country into complete confusion because everyone would not know who's flipped, who's turned, who's wearing a wire when they went to a meeting. This was how they took down the mafia. They had big, long sentences, and they got people to flip. Well, we got to flip the foreign agents. And when people see how many there are in this country, they will be freaked out. But when we, we deal with the large part of that problem, America will be a very different place, a very different place indeed. That'd be a good idea if it can happen. Um, we've seen with the Injustice Department already, even under a nominally Republican attorney uh, attorneys general, that None of that happens. They they never go after no. Democrat Party allies or or, um, int- or or interests. So whether that can happen, well, that, yeah. I, I, well that's why I that's why you have to set up a new agency. You have to set a new agency of retired trusted officers and new recruits, not the old Justice Department, not the old FBI, not the old CIA, but but a new agency. And its whole job is to root out foreign agents, and it and it runs a witness protection program, and it's very com- com- compartmentalized. So if you go and turn yourself in, you'll have two people dealing with you, and nobody else knows you've turned yourself in, so you don't get compromised. That's the only way I can see we're going to get rid of the massive foreign agent infiltration of this country, and it is massive. It runs, I believe well north of 100,000 people working for foreign governments in the country right now. And they are the 
if we're not if that's not fixed, nothing else we do is going to matter in the long run. Mm. Well, see, even even not necessarily for agents, but the level of compromise, and we saw that with um, the Biden family. <clears throat> yeah, that information came out. Well, I'm, is I'm talking that, about is, yeah. is they're on the take is is and, and and this is true across the American ruling class is they're perfectly happy to facilitate China's rise. And as long as they're lining their pockets along the way. Yep. We got yep, about a country every, every, every day. But you imagine if people started to flip, you know, the mafia was destroyed in New York for many years because they started flipping low level people who turned in higher level people and went right to the top. We need to start flipping foreign agents in this country, give them amnesty and they'll flip the next level up who flick, flip the next next level up, and you'll be very shocked at to where it leads, but it will lead somewhere. Thank you so much for joining us today, Trevor, and for your great body of work. Again, you can reach Trevor at Trevor Loudon, L-A-U-D-O-N dot com, or the website for his movie, Enemies Within the Church dot com. And again, thank you so much for being on our show, as well as for what you're doing to help save our country. Tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. AM590, the answer.